For a moment he froze in a kind of panic, then jumped to his feet and turned to face the lift. It stopped, and Smith stepped out, followed by a tall, handsome man of fifty or so. Why, Henry, what's all this? I didn't see anything about it in the job description. There was a pause, and the other man said, Mr. Morgan, my name is Blake Johnson. I work for the President of the United States. This gentleman is Clancy Smith of the Secret Service. I regret to tell you that the President isn't coming tonight. So sorry. He stepped forward, and in a single motion Morgan raised the AK and fired at point-blank range, but only the rattle of the bolt sounded. Smith said, Oh, I forgot to mention, I emptied it when you went down to the vault. And by the way, I never accept coffee from strangers. Morgan dropped the AK to the floor with a look of despair on his face. Johnson almost felt sorry for him. Hell, man, we got Saddam Hussein. Did you really think you could pull this off? Anything to say? Yes, Morgan said. Beware the wrath of Allah. He seemed to bite hard, his jaw tightening. Then he staggered and fell to the floor, moaning terribly, his face contorted. There was a strange, pungent smell as Smith dropped to one knee and peered closely at him. He glanced up. I don't know what in the hell that smell is but this guy is dead. In London, it was four o'clock in the morning when the security phone rang at General Charles Ferguson's flat in Cavendish Place. He switched on the bedside light and answered, At such an appalling hour, I can only assume this is of supreme importance. It always is when it concerns the Empire, Charles. It was the code word used to indicate the President was in danger. Ferguson was fully alert now and sat up. Blake, my good friend, what happened? Your information on Henry Morgan was dead on. He tried to hit the president tonight, but Clancy and I stopped him. Unfortunately, he had a cyanide tooth, so he's no longer with us. Is the president all right? Absolutely. As for Morgan, what's left of him will soon be six pounds of gray ash. You're a hard man, Blake. It's the nature of the job, Charles, and the bastard did intend to assassinate the president. Anyway, thanks to you and the rest of the Prime Minister's private army, it's all come out fine. Thank them all for me, Hannah Bernstein, Sean Dillon, and Major Roper. Especially Roper, on this one. The man's a genius on the computer. Gotta run, Charles. I'll be in touch. Some hours later, in Washington, the President's secretary admitted Blake and Clancy to the Oval Office, where they found Jake Cazalet in shirt sleeves at the desk working his way through a raft of documents. He glanced up, smiled. The return of the heroes. Have you eaten? An early breakfast at Kennedy, congealed scrambled eggs and fries, at 5.30, and that was the VIP lounge, Blake said. Cazalet laughed and turned to the secretary. Speak to the chef and uh, find them something exotic, like uh, bacon sandwiches. Of course, Mr. President. She withdrew, and the president said, Okay, gentlemen, let's hear the worst. Well, the worst didn't happen, Mr. President. The worst would have been Morgan shooting you from the first-floor window of Gould & Co. when you got out of your car outside Senator Harvey Black's townhouse to join him for dinner, which invitation I canceled on your advice a week ago. You said then you wished to handle this business yourself. No one from the FBI, no police, no military, even the head of the Secret Service was excluded, which makes it puzzling that you got away with using Clancy in this affair. I was served a presidential warrant, Mr. President, so I had to do as I was told, Clancy grinned. I have a stack of them in my safe, 
All signed by you, sir. Really, uh, and you just fill in a name? Correct, Mr. President. You know how the basement works. During the Cold War, when it appeared the communists were infiltrating every level of government, the then-president had invented the basement as a small operation answerable only to him. Since then, it had been handed from one president to another. All other agencies were tied up in rules and regulations, the legal system. The presidential warrant cut through the crap. General Ferguson in London ran a similar organization for the British Prime Minister. I can, in effect, kill for you, Blake went on, but only if I'm left alone to do things my way. The war on terrorism can't be won unless we're willing to fight fire with fire. Okay, so tell me about this Morgan business. You said you didn't want me to know too many details before, so tell me now. It was Major Roper who came up with it. Yes, I know about him. The bomb disposal.